welcome to the final episode of season one of Dan and Chris Hate Cartoons. It's the season finale, or series finale, we should say, of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. Woo, boy! Uh, I am Super King Chris, with me as always. Sir Danforth. And we're here to talk about Island of the Walking Dead. Not to be confused with The Walking Dead. Or Fear the Walking Dead. This is not a third spinoff of the Walking Dead franchise. That's about as shitty as Fear the Walking Dead. Is that show pretty bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Didn't look good. Um, so there's a lot to say about this episode. Uh, obviously, let's just clear it right out of your mind. Yes, there are zombies. Yep, there are. But they're not like... They never made it clear if they were actually undead because they were voodoo zombies. And everything I know about voodoo zombies is just people under like a spell... Yeah, and, and well, well, we'll we'll get to some of my thoughts yeah. about the zombies. So, the show happen, o- opens, and they're on the love boat. Yeah, yeah, just taking a nice little cruise. And they're talking about satellites with the Navy. You know, once again, our armed forces' greatest ally is Chuck Norris. Yeah, comes to the, the rescue again. Again, uh, the... Uh, the America's Armed Forces puts all their eggs in one basket, and there's one satellite which controls everything, I guess. I didn't really get the point of what... Yeah, I feel like that's a big flaw on the Navy's part. Um, just have one program that just controls everything. Yeah. In the, at one point, when they got a call from the commander, it said they would control all of the military bases across the world. Yeah, how does that work? Because I don't think, like, China's military is going to let... Our satellites Even control Even if it just them. meant all the U.S. things, why do we have one passcode? Yeah. It is one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. It's literally if we just made our passwords, like, online, just password. Yeah. It's a terrible, obvious idea. So, there's a satellite, which I, I don't really remember what the satellite had to do with anything. I think it's what controlled, controlled the defenses the, or the something defense like that. When they... As I mentioned later, when they take the satellite, they'll be able to take down all of the defenses or something. Right. So, you know, they have to protect a satellite, and they're talking on the ship about protecting the satellite. I don't even think... Were they talking about protecting it? They were just talking about how cool it was. They're just like, man, that satellite's so cool, I can't wait to get to the satellite. Well, I I mean, their mistake was letting their guard down, because literally riding on the bottom of jets... Yeah, we're super ninja in like five of his henchmen. Yeah, they had a they had a big plane that they were flying in. It was like all the capacity of a drone. It had like missiles, yeah, and lasers. Yeah, they, they they open up the door on a plane. And it's just dudes standing with like like wings, but they were full like F fourteen fighter jets. Yeah, it, it's almost like if you took a GI Joe and glued it to like again the amount of money that they would have had to spend on those things. I think they could have bought their own satellite. Yeah, the claw I think just has money management problems. Yeah, just like terrible he, ideas. He impulse bought those, and now he realizes like, oh, I have to pay Amazon back before you know my annual percentage rate kicks in. Yeah, I know. I'll get this satellite. I'll get the satellite, take down the defenses, and profit. And you know, I understand that Chuck Norris's enemies are all basically ninjas, but I didn't feel like. Any ninja training or experience brought anything to the table when you're riding a jet? No. I mean, they could have just missiled the entire boat down, but instead... That would have been launched. Th- that, you know what? I-, I feel like if the claw was still around, like we could be hired as consultants. Like, 
claw, you clearly just could have shot the hull of the boat. Yeah, and murdered all of them. Yeah, you hate Chuck Norris. There was nothing around for him to do. You immediately could have killed yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, instead, they're they're targeting the tracking dish on the boat. Right. And um, one of the other things I appreciate about it was, like, they're riding jets that have lasers and missiles, yet they would fly by and throw ninja stars. Yeah, they were like ninja star grenades. Which, once again, great innovation by Claw Industries. Yeah, I mean, if he would actually just, like, cooperate with the American military, he could have made a ton of money. Oh, yeah, he could be, like, Boeing rich, like... And the thing about that I like about his grenades was that they pretty much acted like Captain America's shield. Like, it didn't matter what angle you threw them at. They would just stick perfectly landed and stuck exactly where you needed to be. Yeah, very precise... Chucking grenades. Chuck, chuck grenades. <laughs> they chuck, chuck grenades. Yeah. So, they take down the communication, and obviously we gotta, we, we gotta settle the score here. We gotta figure out what's up. Yeah. So, they track it to where a signal's coming from. Yeah, uh, the next, the next scene is at a, a shipyard. Yeah. Uh, and we get introduced to a new character. It's, it's uh... Tank. Yeah, Tank. Chuck Norris's old... Everybody knows Tank, right? Oh, he's one of the classic characters in American mythology. I mean, they literally did not say one word about how he knew Chuck, how he better them, how they better them than me knew Chuck, how, uh, where he fits in with the story, or it's just he's there, and he's shirtless. He, and he's impressed by everything Chuck Norris does for yeah. a living. Yeah, and, uh, so right after that, after all this shit's going down, you know, they stole the satellite... Or they stole... They didn't even steal the satellite yet. They just knocked out their tracking yeah. dish. Which I don't know what they were tracking, but... Uh, they ended up... Chuck's driving with Tank. And Tank's like, hey, thanks for driving me and my my weight. No, yeah, he, he says, the, thank you for a ride to the gym. Yeah, with my barbell. And, like, strapped to the back of the car is this ridiculous-looking barbell. Which, of, see, the thing about, like, that everyone hates about going to the gym is you always got to bring your own treadmill. Yeah, you got to, yeah. You got to bring your own barbell. You got to bring everything. I mean, that's why America has an obesity crisis. It's I just, think, I mean, honestly, don't I have large vehicles fit these I things. I can't in. afford the gym memberships uh, and the equipment. Also, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Those are all three big issues when it comes to fitness. I could just sit around and play video games or do all that stuff. I don't eh. Well, see... Maybe if you found a gym that had a carpet, like Chuck's. Yeah! You know, could, you could walk around, like feet. The rest of me would be really sweaty, but the bottom of my feet... Cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber, nice and absorbed, dry. And, and it looked like a nice, beautiful brown shag carpeting. So, yeah, I mean, that's the most... That's the, that's the color you want. Okay. Uh, so... Okay, so, yeah, they're, they're giving Tank a ride to the gym because in between saving the world, Chuck's people, he helps people with their little, like, chores and errands. Yeah, just give them rides to places. I mean, yeah, the world is in danger, but, you know, I have time to take you to the gym, but... Yeah, it does, doesn't mean you can't help an old lady cross the street. Yeah, exactly, who turns out to be Master Disguiser, whatever the hell his name was. Um, oh. So out of nowhere comes Ninja on Bike, shirtless Ninja on Bike. Yeah, and Chuck's quip is like, oh, traffic just got heavier. I think it was a fat joke, because that ninja did look a little chunky. Well, my, my favorite is that he was the returning shirtless ninja. Yeah, that could have been. We've had some good times with up, ninja. He beefed up a little bit. Well, the problem was that his local supermarket added 10 boxes of macaroni and cheese for $10. Oh, you can't, you can't. 
He could pass it out. He, he was yeah. putting away two or three boxes a day. Yeah. I mean, it, and he, Chuck, I think Chuck just knew that he needed a little more exercise. That's why he, gave, he was actually being generous. Yeah, he, gave he, him the he, he hits a button and barbell goes flying off the back. Of course, no one saw that coming. I just want to know who kind of designs Chuck's cars for him and, like, antici- like does he anticipate this scenario? Like, There's hey, I'm buying way. this car from you, but I need to make sure the trunk button can, can act like a catapult can and launch things. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I do love the line, though, where he's like, hey, Tank, can I borrow your barbell? And then he just, like, loses it forever. Well, it's the same <laughs> way when someone's like, hey, can I borrow a Kleenex? You're never going to get that shit back. I and, do. And if I you demand can, it back. Well, that's because you're big on recycling. Yeah. Also, I love the taste of boogers. <laughs> that's why more of your vegan propaganda you're sneaking Yeah, in I'm very vegan. So, <laughs> it just... I, I, he must have the, the craziest, like, custom car designer because the stuff we've seen... And it was also a return of his, like, weird Firebird-like car. Yeah, yeah, that thing came back um, with his spoiler catapult and... Uh, yeah, just... Yeah, it, stupid. All of it's stupid. And, you know, <laughs> Tank says he's going to hang around him a lot more often. Yeah. Which we were thinking was an allusion to a season two, which, hey, Chuck, I know you're listening because I'm sure he Googles his name. Probably. He's 20% of his day. Give us a call. We have lots of ideas. We, we would love to be involved with season two. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I have a few ideas for bad guys. Um there, there's guys where there's a guy with psoriasis. Oh, um, there's a guy that uh, he uh, only has one leg. Ah, yeah. I, and then I you can make that. Chuck can make a you can make a joke, Chuck, about a one legged man in an ass kicking contest. Oh, ho, ho. but of course, since it's for children, you would say like bum bum bums. Yeah, bum bum kicking. The one one legged man in the bum bum kicking contest. Oh, uh, I, I feel like two shorts way too far with bum bum kicking contest. <laughs> two shorts. Uh, um. It, yeah, I mean, there's just lots of places you can go. And there's so many racial stereotypes you haven't gotten to yet, Chuck, so... Like, all of them other than Asian. There's... Uh, <laughs> I, I I just... I, I mean, off the top of my head, I could think of at least five or ten ways we could piss off Native Americans. So, Chuck, hit us up at danandchrishatecartoons at gmail.com, and just, just we'll get in touch. We'll, so, anyway, back to Voodoo Island. Yeah, back to Voodoo Island, which is where they're heading... Yes. Uh, you get a glimpse of Voodoo Island. Uh, there was a, a line right at the very beginning when they first land on Voodoo Island and Chuck's like telling people where to go. I think I know where they got some of the character names from because there's a line where he's like, too much Reese and pepper. I think somebody just had something spicy for lunch. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's too much, too much rice and pepper. So it's like, brilliant. That's three character names <laughs> down. Also, when he started saying stuff like that, I realized that most of the dialogue for Chuck Norris in this episode was just him saying what he was going to do or telling people what to do. Yeah. He doesn't really have conversations. I mean, he's got the occasional clip, but it's like, over here, let's jump there. I mean, that's what you want from your leader. Yeah, just... Just like, all times micromanaging the battle. I'm here for karate commandoing. I'm not here for small talk. Yeah. That's for off hours. That's for my personal life. Yeah, so uh, so they get to the island. Uh, this is the first time we get to see the zombies. And I'd like to point out that one of the zombies is impeccably dressed in a suit. Yeah, one of them has a suit. With no tears. Another one has, like, a headband on who looks... 
identical to Chuck. Yeah, it's definitely the Chuck Norris animators knew that their job was ending. Yeah. So, I I, I don't know, just put a headband on. Just put Chuck in there. We already have the cells. Uh, There was another, a couple of them that are just doofy looking. I did like the one in the headband because he kind of looked like Iggy Pop does now. Yeah, that's right. It's predicting the future yet again, Chuck Norris. Uh, And then there's this one with shit on his head. It, It looked like yellow yellow it looked like egg yolk or something i don't know what it was it was a monstrosity yeah they just never even by zombie standards it was disturbingly messed up it was pretty stupid um the zombies that like they sort of look desiccated so like they would be dead but again they're going with voodoo zombies and these zombies have sentience yeah and also their skin is like impenetrable like yeah literally like superman like yeah they're super and that's one thing you gotta think though, because like Chuck and, or Chuck's crew end up fighting them first, uh, you know, and they're punching, kicking, using their weapons and stuff, and nothing works. No, they actually get defeated. Yeah, they get defeated. And, and kidnapped captured. by zombies who made perfect baskets. Yeah, that, that, can, that can hold that's any the weight. First, that's the first lesson in zombie school is, uh, is basket, basket weaving. weaving. Yeah, you get the basket weaving merit badge, and then it just took two zombies per dude. Yeah, they just carried them off. Like two zombies, one dude, the next. Big, disgusting video. You know, these zombies, and then we get to, you know, they carry them into Zombieton. <laughs> and Zombie Town has the most perfect architecture I have ever seen. Like, there's not branches hanging out of these huts. Like, there's, like, two-story towers. Zombabwe. Zombabwe. I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I it. Yeah. Uh, so, clearly... They put a voodoo spell on, I'm guessing, Frank Lloyd Wright. I guess. I I, I don't understand where these zombies came from. Like, did they import them? Because nowhere on this island was there anything for a business suit-wearing zombie to do. Yeah. Do you think maybe it's, like, a really desperate, like, Craigslist ad? Yeah, like, desperately seeking. Or it's, like, a trip where it's, like, oh, honey, we want a free vacation. Yeah. Oh, zombie. Oh, we jumped. I'm a zombie. Oh, no. And they kept showing this weird glowing skull, but they never, never mentioned... Never off. Yeah, never mentioned what it was. They never even said the word skull. No, they were just like, hey, Look at is that the sound rock. coming from that? That thing. Nope, the drums are coming from that village over there where the zombies are having a dance party. Yeah, the zombies have better rhythm than I do. Yeah, I mean, that's not saying much. No, I'm not a very rhythmic person. No. Um... Uh, you you do not know the rhythm of the night. Whoa. Well, I, I thought I at least would have it to the morning light. See, <laughs> so the zombies can build incredibly well-structured houses. They're pretty excellent musicians. I don't necessarily feel they're bad guys here. Like No, I... And that's, I mean, it's not like they invited them on the island. Especially if they're voodoo zombies and it's just, like, regular dudes and... I think it was all dudes. Yeah. Was there was no ladies. No, zombies. no ladies. Um, if it's just regular dudes that are just under mind control, that means every time one of them gets hit and punched and, like, hit with the rock or whatever the hell happens, I didn't really pay attention. Um, that's like a real person getting beat up who's just innocent and yeah. under mind control, so. Actually, after this, Chuck Norris went to uh, a cumbling of a hospital and just dropped people. Yeah. He just might be zombies. To, just in case. <laughs> Chuck, that's a burn victim. Zombie! <laughs> so, uh, so we get introduced to the the master of the zombies, the master of puppets, so to speak. Uh, it's Papa Shango from... Yeah, Papa Shango, basically. WWF. 
He's wearing the hat. He's he's he, he got the, the bone like, necklace. Yeah, he looks almost exactly like. He's got the, the. I don't understand that style choice. The suit jacket with no shirt on underneath. <laughs> do, you, do you know what that? Is? It's like a tuxedo jacket. Yeah, but with no shirt. And I've I, seen that all over the place. Is that an actual style? I feel like it's kind of the like the business people. equivalent of like the mullet, the boot, the voodoo. Where it's like here, I'm, I'm party up front, but I'm business on the back and sides. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, it, it's an interesting fashion choice, but definitely indicates that you're a smart person in a hot climate. Yeah, that's true. He's got to be sweaty. Not as sweaty as the guy sweaty. in the full suit. That's true. So they hear that Chuck Norris is on the island, and does this zombies, guy does zombies sweat. Not in this. I would assume they would, because their biological functions, like, you assume they would still be going. We, I don't know. I, I don't know. And so he needs, obviously, more zombies once he hears Chuck's on the island. So yeah. he takes off a feather. <laughs> the most, I mean, it, it's very, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's very self-explanatory, this ritual, what's going on. Takes an eagle feather, throws it on some coals, zombies. Yeah. So either there's a mass grave on this island that they're ignoring, or do zombies come from feathers? Either way, it's a disturbing answer. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, we also get to see the zombies are... I thought they were playing with action figures at first. And so did I. <laughs> but nope, it's uh, little voodoo dolls of Chuck and the gang. Well, I mean, that's one of the things. It's like, you know what they say, like, when in Rome, right? So it's like, when on Voodoo Island, you do voodoo. You do, you do, you do, do the voodoo, voodoo that they do, do so well. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Chuck gets a whiff of what's going on. Yeah. Him and Fat Guy are out there uh, in the jungle still. They didn't get captured with the rest of the crew. No, for some reason, they just thought the crew could handle this. Yeah, so they, they fight their way in. Well. Chuck, of course, I mean, the zombies withstood attacks from every other guy, but not Chuck. No, the Fat Guy just, like, uses his belly. Yeah, he does a belly and, buster. And the zombies get back so far, get knocked back so far that their house falls down. Yeah. That happens. They also, like, light a stack of bamboo and roll it down the hill, and it bursts into flames. <laughs> but before it hits the house, the zombies run away in fear. So, so they know fire. They know fire. They know to run away. They, like, did they scream? I don't remember if they scream. I don't know if they scream. I, I think they went, oh, no. Uh, yeah. And um, so while all that's happening, the zombies... Papa Shango has the zombies pick up the satellite, which they have now. We forgot to mention that. They they brought the satellite. They somehow they, they got brought the, the satellite codes. to an island, but with no explanation. You can't just throw it. Like, it made it look like... Satellites aren't self-propelled. Yeah, it made it look like they used a tractor beam on it, because it was glowing when it came down, it and it landed in the no swamp. Sense. I have no idea what happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they take this, the all the cages with the Chuck crew in it, and the satellite, and just go off, fuck off into the jungle, and... Yep. Uh, Chuck and them go to follow. And Papa Shango just turns, and there's a snake on a hook. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. And he's like, wherever they go, you will see them. Okay, I guess. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, that actually sense. didn't pay off either, because there wasn't, like, little snakes in the jungle that nope. were watching him. It was just, okay. I mean, maybe the snake was controlling the zombies? I I don't understand it. There's a huge snake plot. There, there's a snake hole plot. Yeah, there's a... This. Yeah, giant snake 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 hole. <laughs> Uh, so Chuck and the guys they end up going through a cave with like industrial equipment, like yeah. Well, actually, uh, I think that's is that later. Yeah, that's later. Uh, this cave, it's just a random cave they walk into, and when they come out on the other side, is now a cavern with a rope bridge. Yeah, yeah, they're all on the uh, rope bridge. Chuck and crew, he it, or maybe. 
he busted the crew out. Yeah, he busted the crew with a single kick. Yeah, one single kick. And broke boom. all the cages at once. Yeah. Uh, and so they're walking across the rope bridge, and then Papa Shango, I think it was, or maybe it was Super Ninja. No, it was Super Ninja. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it starts sticking the Chuck Norris voodoo doll in the pin, and Chuck just, like, kneels down and goes, uh. He's like, ow, something is wrong. Go and ahead. then they, they all just stand there. Yeah. Um... The thing about Super Ninja is he's prepared. He had a sewing needle. He did. It was a gigantic sewing needle that he could stab into the foot of Chuck. I, mean, I don't know why we wouldn't I just don't like, know why you wouldn't go for the heart. Or the or head, head. Or just, yeah, just murder him now. Neck, just kill. He hates Norris. Literally, every, he can't even say Chuck Norris in any sort of tone other than Norris. So it's like, even if he was like trying to get dinner reservations for Chuck, he'd be like, uh, party three for Norris. <laughs> Oh, yes, my good man. I'd like to uh, make reservations. Uh, party name? Uh, that'd be one Super Ninja. My first name is Pedro. Uh, and also, I will be meeting uh, Norris. Yeah, he, he, it's almost... I, I want to say it's almost like he has Tourette's. For, yeah, for just name Norris. Norris Tourette's. Tourette's. Chuck Tourette's. Uh, so Chuck, of course, breaks out of the the voodoo hold and throws up immediately. His uh, <laughs> as you said, his uh, he, he threw his Walker Texas Ranger badge at him. Yeah, and knocks and, the voodoo doll out of his and, hand. And not only does he knock the voodoo doll out of his hand, he knocks it into a river. Yeah, into a river, which you would. Super ass- Ninja. Nobody fails as much in as hard as Super Ninja. Like, no. Hey, Super Ninja, you just have to hold on to this doll. Ow! Somehow I threw it in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Like, and now you would think, I don't know the rules of voodoo dolls, but would, wouldn't Chuck be drowning now? That was always my assumption with voodoo dolls. Yeah. Or at least, like, get pruny skin. Have some effect. It, it, apparently voodoo dolls just hate knitting needles. Yeah. Uh, but so after that happens, an absurd amount of time passes, and Chuck and the crew just jump over the bridge to get away from the zombies somehow landing right where the doll is because too much is like, <laughs> I got the doll! Yeah. How? I, I He's just too much, It's a man. flowing river. That thing would have been a mile away. so fast, but don't worry. He's got it. Ugh. So then uh, then they get to the, the part where they, they work their way through the jungle again and somehow find on this stupid island uh, where the jets are being loaded up to go somewhere. I don't know where. Right. Um, they end up going into another cave, which is where the one where ah, yeah. it's all, all like decked out with complex. Yeah, like uh, they find like these trike bikes. Yeah, trike. Which is funny because those things are sort of popular now. Yeah, I've seen them on the road lately. Uh, another, yeah, I've seen them quite a few. They're like trike motorcycle things. Uh, fat guy complains because he can't. It's too bit too small for him. Chuck's like, I got something better for you. Yeah, and he did. He did. Uh, so Chuck takes off in the trike. Yeah. And mowing th- down people. While they're driving around, there's just drums of oil laying around everywhere. Yeah. That, of course, they slice open and all the, uh, the all other ninjas, ninjas just fall over stupidly. Home Malone style, just slipping and falling. Uh, they ended up going to the spot where Claw is. Yeah, I don't this know is their first one-on-one encounter. Yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, it's the first time you really see them together. Um, Claw's, of course, like, I will destroy you, Chuck. And Chuck's like, I'm going to kick some dudes. But uh, Who aren't you? Who aren't you? And they end up getting, like, cornered. Chuck Chuck and, uh, what's the other, the older ninja guy that he's with? Kimo or something. Kimo? Uh, yeah. Or Kimo's a super, I don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> old ninja guy, they're, like, cornered. And then all of a sudden, in bursts sumo wrestler on a dump truck. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got, like, uh... 
Yeah, just like a a, a plow. Yeah, he, he bursts in, sits there, and goes, Is it, Am I too late for the party? And then Chuck goes, Perfect timing, buddy. And then everybody stands around for a few seconds, and then Chuck slowly kicks the two ninjas that are next to him. Yeah. Which he didn't need sumo wrestler for. No, and uh, and, and because inside, now they're in the Claw's lair, Claw has a huge computer he uses to control these things. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, Chuck's going to have to get in there and, you know, shut down the computer. Nope. Drives the bike into it. Not even pieces are left on the ground. <laughs> yeah. It literally vanquished it. Like, yeah, like he, 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 all you see is the, the no light more. going into the building. You see a giant explosion, and then the mountain behind that explodes, and then the mountain behind that explodes. Yeah. I don't know how exactly. Was there like dynamite all throughout underneath? Yeah. Or like he, a natural nitroglycerin deposit or something? It was actually uh, the reason it was on the island, it was the first uh, grenade fueled transportation <laughs> just, just fill it with grenades yeah that's how you go and uh you know it, the area around here was kind of swampy so we had to build it up normally you know you use like dirt and gravel and stuff like that we use live live grenades yeah it, um, it, it's economically friendly yeah we bought them on surplus uh from the soviet union before it collapsed right, there's just lots of grenades out there so you're helping the economy it's eco friendly yeah it's recycling it's the first real recycling effort Claw's done. <laughs> Which I think is how he's going to start paying. So, the Claw, you're thinking, finally, after, you know, this entire season, a showdown between Chuck and Claw. Yeah. And what does Chuck do? He knocks those two ninjas down, like Dan said, and then the Claw just takes off in his Yeah, he has one of those jet wings and just, like, wee, flies away. Flies away without any consequence. Nope. Even too much is like, there he is, right there, uh, within, like, kicking distance, Chuck. Go get him. Chuck's like, nah, man. Let him go. We'll get him next time. Little did Chuck know. There is no next time. There is no next time. Uh, <laughs> we we do the, get, we the, do get uh, as they're boarding the plane to get away, Chuck and the crew, Yeah. Uh, we do get a final battle with Super Ninja. He, uh, he jumps inside the plane. Yeah. Which, you know, um, we're recording this, and I think this week was the first official week of summer. Yeah. So if anyone out there is vacationing and you're trying to do it on a budget... With planes taking off, just jump in. Just jump right in. It jump works. In. You'll, you'll save like two hundred fifty dollars. You'll go to some location. Have a great vacation on us, guys. Just don't fight Chuck Norris on the wing. Yeah, if Chuck Norris is on the plane, get out of there. Otherwise, you, enjoy your free trip. He will kick you slowly once in the gut, mm-hmm. and then that's it for you. That's all he needs. That's all Chuck Norris needs. So, <laughs> so then we get the awesome scene where they're flying back, yeah. and the United States government thinks it's Claw's plane. Well, I mean, they, they did I mean, it is Claw's plane. It's true. I mean, they could have, like, radioed or something. Or, you Chuck doesn't have time for that. No. Instead... Chuck didn't memorize frequencies. He kicks people. Yeah, he doesn't need that. He, I'm certainly assuming he did this by kicking the control stick of the plane. Uh, he drives, plane. draws a giant CN in the sky to let the U.S. government know. And I'm sure you're wondering, well, obviously there was a trail between the C and the N. He can't just shut it off. Mm-mm. No. And also, why can that plane make... Yeah, don't specialize, like, planes with smoke. Yeah. Smoke launchers. Skywriters, you have to specifically hire, and they Yeah, no, just chuck any plane he can Any plane he can turn into a... uh, Yeah. And I'd like to say, again, that Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos, inspires an entire network of Cartoon Network. Yeah. The CN logo. I think someone was watching TV in 1986 and went, CN. CN? Wait, I'm watching a cartoon. (gasps) We can make... A cartoon 
Network. Well, also, I think probably Tim Turner was watching this, and he's like, what if I had an extra N? <gasps> Cartoon Network Network. Or CNN. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm a just, little less I'm impressed just with that. Cable News Network now. Cartoon Network Network. It's a network that does nothing but play Cartoon Network ads. It's... <laughs> It's a network of people who just tell you how to get to Cartoon Network. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe try flipping the channels. Flip the channel three times forward. That's just that every five seconds. <laughs> so, obviously, like, at no point did they really show them loading up the satellite dish, but it's just on the plane. Yeah. And they land. And then we got we got to talk about the li- what live action Chuck said to him. Yeah, yeah. We didn't mention uh, the live action stuff at the beginning. It is s- super sweaty. Yeah. Chuck. And he's wearing, like, something that shows his midriff. His midriff and his bulge. Yeah, and it's also, like, a sleeveless hoodie, like... Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, he's doing an exercise on this weird, like, reverse rowboat like, setup machine. Yeah, it was very odd, and... I'm sure all of the equipment that he's shown being used is it, stuff that he had in commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he talked to us about mistakes. Yeah, that was the whole theme of the beginning and end things, which there were no real mistakes that he made in these episodes. Um, no, not really. I um, think the mistake he's talking about is agreeing to do this piece of shit. Yeah, because he admits when he's like, mistakes, you've made them, I've made them, yeah. your parents have made he them. He looks dead-eyed in the camera. Yeah. I've made mistakes. He, he shouldn't have signed away his, it's like, hey, we want to produce like Chuck Norris, like penis and larger pills. He just signs it, and then he finds he out about it later. He's stamp like, no. that says, yes, CN. <laughs> He's like Adam Sandler. He just cannot say no to scripts. I wonder if like, he signs stuff in real life in a plane. <laughs> like he does the CN in the sky. Yeah, just, he just flies over your house. Like, whoa. I mean, what else is he doing right now? I mean, probably what? Um, I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm going to say probably working on the Trump campaign. Probably. He's probably the campaign he, he's, he's laying out a plan with Trump to dropkick all of Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, all of Mexico and any immigrants. Yeah, dirty, dirty immigrants. So that's what we imagine Chuck's up to. So, yeah, he, he warned us about mistakes. At no point in the episode does he make a mistake. Nope. It's pretty flawless throughout. I, well, I mean, his main mistake would be all of his life choices up <laughs> until that point. Yeah. But I don't think Chuck's ready to admit that. That's like, you know, stage three or four of denial, like... Yeah. Um, it's right after anger. Yeah. <laughs> or is that the... Pre- or, uh, grief. I don't... A grief, anger, except denial, acceptance. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's lots eating, of Eating chicken. <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> That's a helpful hit to get you through just about anything in life. Like, man, my grandpa's funeral is sad. Here's some chicken wings. Life isn't so bad. Fuck grandpa. <laughs> Just throwing bones in the casket. Yeah. Take it with your granddad. There's still some meat on him. All right. That got morbid. So, yeah, yes, that, it that, did. that was basically it. We've been through five episodes of Chuck Norris. Um, yeah, we did it. We uh, we watched all of that nonsense. So you don't have to. Or maybe this inspired you to go watch it, in which case we have succeeded and we apologize at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Um, don't do that. If you've made it this far without watching it, don't. But I can understand if you want to watch it and then obviously listen to our brilliant yeah. summary. Listen to us like mess up every single bit because the show is such a slog to watch. And, and also forget the order in which things happen. Yeah. And occasionally the character names. 
Uh, I don't think I remembered one other than Chuck Norris. We <laughs> only got two short. I think I messed him up a lot too. We, I think we did call him short. Pepper. We know Pepper. We, you got it. You got it. I really wish they had we got salt. Reed. So we could have had salt and pepper. Salt, yeah. salt and pepper's here. I, I just imagine, you know, I'm going to have to write some fan fiction about what if Tank joined them. <gasps> Tank and Pepper. Are you going to ship them? I am going to ship them. Okay. I'm going to ship them to the moon. So. I don't know what's shipping. Uh, it's when you want, like, fictional characters to be in a relationship. Like. That's stupid. Daenerys and Yara. That's stupid. It's like, oh, I ship them. Like, I want them to be in a relationship. I don't like this. I don't know. I learned about it when I was a fan of Buffy. Like, people in the message were like, like, I ship Spike and, and Buffy. No, I ship Angel and Buffy. I don't know. We don't need to talk about that. So, this is the wrap-up of the last episode. Stay tuned next week for a special overall thoughts of the series. Tentative next week. Because we're, uh, as you probably noticed, we're, we're sort of like... Uh, a CW show with our release schedule where it could be a new episode and then we might wait a couple weeks and then another new episode. Uh, we might get better in the future. Um, I think season two we're going to pick a much more entertaining cartoon. Yeah, it's something we actually like. Something that doesn't actually feel like we're being drop kicked in the brain. Yeah, or the balls. Or both. The brain balls. You got two feet. If one goes to the brain, the other goes to the balls. That's how I've always liked it. So we're going to do a season one recap and then um, email us if you want to put some suggestions in for season two. That's danikershatecartoons at gmail.com or we're always looking for shows. And yeah, if you have any bad cartoon movies you want us to watch, we can always do special episodes of that. So. Also, uh, also go to SoundCloud and check us out. Uh, leave some comments there of anything you want to Sub- say. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, leave us some reviews. Do stuff that helps us like... Liking, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff would make us very happy. Uh, I can personally guarantee that if you do that, we won't do anything outside of the ordinary. Um, I was going to say they'll just get happiness. Yeah, you will get happiness. (laughs) That's going to hit the cutting room floor. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank you, and uh, stay tuned for our very... uh, We'll do our season one recap next time. And uh, signing off, this is Super King Chris. Sir Danforth. That's how I'm going to do it every time now. And thank you for sticking through five episodes of Chuck Norris. Have a good one. Bye.